0: We're answering the question, what should you do when your plans seem hindered? And we're using First Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 1 to verse 19, where Paul is telling the church in Thessalonica that we wanted to come to you, but Satan hindered us. But we realize that even if Satan hindered Paul, Paul found another way to still get the job done. So we're saying that, oftentimes Satan will really try to hinder us. And when Satan hinders us, he tries to bump us off what God wants us to do. He comes into our path, making sure that we do not fulfill what God wants us to fulfill. So the question is this, what should I do then when my plan or my vision seem hindered? Number one, we said, put up a fight of faith. We've talked about that. Then we are still going to talk about uh, use number two. Remember that the weapons of your warfare are not carnal but mighty. Number three, don't cast away your confidence. Number four, keep your words in check. Number five, protect your soul from being weary. Number six, hold on to your vision. Number seven, decide to be a finisher. In the 10 minutes I have, I'm going to try and finish off and talk uh, and finish off And continue as we've been talking about Holding on to your vision We said this That every vision that God gives you Satan will do his best To hinder you In fulfilling your God given vision Often times people are not aware That every vision Goes through six phases Or six steps The first phase being a dream This is where vision is conceived The second phase is a decision. We talked about this last week. You need to put your vision into practice. We talked about that. Today we're gonna talk about phase three, a delay. Phase four is a difficulty. Phase five, a dead end. And phase six, a deliverance. So today we wanna talk about a delay. There'll always be a time lapse between when you conceive vision And until the vision becomes a reality. Now, know this God uses this waiting period to teach us to trust Him. Please listen carefully. Remember, a delay is not a denial. There's a difference between a no and a not yet. So, oftentimes people don't realize that even when God has given you vision, given you a dream, even when you want to fulfill something, it's not always that is going to happen immediately. It goes through those stages. Now, you may not go through all the six stages, but you will go through some of those stages. So remember that: a delay is not a denial. Say it with me, a delay. I will say, say it like you are alive now. Let's say it again. A delay. Say it one more time for the people at home to hear you. A delay. So a delay is not a denial. So maturity, therefore, is in us understanding the difference between a no and a not yet. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 3 reads, in the New King James Version, For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it will speak, and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. The Living Bible reads, These things I plan won't happen right away. Slowly, steadily, surely, the time approaches when the vision will be fulfilled. If it seems slow, do not despair, for these things will surely come to pass. Just be patient. There will not be overdue a single day. And I've got five minutes and I'm going to close. God has a plan for each of our lives, yet he brings about those plans gradually. God will tell us where we are going with our vision, but he will not tell us exactly how he is going to take us there nor will he tell us how long it's going to take. Every time when God speaks, because God is, God doesn't live within the confines of time. God lives outside of time. So when God speaks, he speaks in the present tense. But because we are creatures who operate within time, we seem to misunderstand what God is saying. So we sort of assume when God speaks, he's referring to the fact that And when the Ngoku doesn't happen, many people believe or they begin thinking that maybe they didn't hear the right thing. Some of you, you've given up on something that God wanted you to do. It's something that came from God, but because it had a delay, you gave up on it. God, therefore, Gives us purpose, but he doesn't explain the full process. Very important. This is why in Genesis 37, God gave Joseph a dream. But he didn't explain the journey or the process to Joseph. So when Joseph saw the vision or the dream, he quickly ran to his family to tell them because he was n'goku minded. He didn't realize it's going to take a while. Let me take you through what happened to Joseph. In Genesis 37, he gets the dream. Tells his family. But then his brothers are very offended. They take him, tie him. They wanted to kill him. They throw him into the pit. That's Genesis 37, 23. But then later on, he's taken out of the pit, sold for 20 20 pieces of silver, as a slave to the Ishmaelites, who were Midianites' traders. Then these traders, they take Joseph, they go to Egypt with him, and they sell him to Potiphar. Potiphar was an officer of Pharaoh, Pharaoh who was the king of Egypt. Potiphar was the captain of the palace guard. Over time, Joseph being in prison, he became a personal attendant of Potiphar, because Potiphar noticed the hand of God upon this young man. So he is put in charge over the entire household of Potiphar. But then Mrs. Potiphar had other ideas. When she saw the beautiful, handsome, anointed young man, she went to him and tried to rule him. Joseph refused. But then she lied about the guy and claimed that she had been sexually abused when it was not so. So in chapter 39, Joseph again is thrown back in prison. However, in prison, Joseph continues to interpret dreams. Watch this now, because that's the gift that God had given him. So he interprets the dreams of one of his fellow inmates. And he says to the guy, "Forward, Remember me. So this guy gets released out of jail and the Bible says, but this guy forgot about him. So here is Joseph languishing in jail, thinking about the dream he had seen many years ago. He's wondering, what's going to happen? Will it ever come to pass? One day, somebody say one day. (laughs) Look at your neighbor and say one day. (laughs) Look at your neighbor and say neighbor, one day is one day. One day Pharaoh has a dream. The king has a dream. And he's astounded by this dream. He calls his wise men, his magicians, to interpret the dream, but they couldn't interpret the dream. So as they couldn't interpret the dream, the guy, just hang on, hang on people, the guy who is the cup bearer remembers Joseph. The same guy who had forgotten who Joseph was remembers Joseph. And so he goes to the king and he says, King, there's a guy who was my fellow inmate. This guy is bad. This guy, he can interpret dreams. So somehow the king says, well, why don't you bring this guy over to my place? So Joseph ends up in the king's palace. He interprets the dream. The king is blown away. And as a result, the king takes him, makes him a prime minister of Egypt. And the king says, in all this place, you are the only one who will be second in charge. Nobody will be greater than you. And so the dream was, there's a drought that was going to come. And God had shown the king that before the drought, there would be years of plenty. And after years of plenty, there would be years of famine. So the king obeys what Joseph had said, saves up all the food. And so it happens that the drought is all over the place. Even in the place where Joseph's family is. And because they didn't have food, they were in drought. They had to look for places where they could get food. So the father of Joseph sends Joseph's elder brothers to go to Egypt to go and look for food. When they get there, Joseph is the one who meets them and serves them. And finally, Joseph reveals who he is to them. And I'm closing with this verse. Genesis 45 from verse 1. This is after Joseph had come to his brothers. They didn't know who he was. And now he's trying to reveal himself to them. He said, then Joseph could not restrain himself before all those who stood by him. And he cried out, make everyone go out from me. No one stood with him while Joseph made himself known to his brothers. And he wept aloud. And the Egyptians at the house of Pharaoh heard it. Then Joseph said to his brothers, I am Joseph. Does my father still live? But his brothers could not answer him, for they were dismayed in his presence. And Joseph said to his brothers, please come near me. So they came near. Then he said, I'm Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into Egypt. But now do not therefore be grieved or angry with yourself, because you sold me here, for God sent me before you to preserve life. For these two years, the famine has been in the land and there are still five years in which there will still neither be anything. God sent me before you to preserve a posterity for you in the earth and to save your life and your deliverance. You see, we are told by Bible scholars that between the time Joseph saw the dream and to the fulfillment of the dream, there was a period of 16 years. When he saw the dream, he thought it will happen tomorrow. But the dream only happened 16 years later. No wonder Habakkuk says, if the dream takes long, do not despair because it will surely come to pass. I want to ask you today, don't give up on the dream that God has given to you because it will surely come to pass. I want to tell somebody, God is not a man to lie. God is not the son of man to change his mind. When God gives you an instruction, he will surely bring it to pass. Let's stand and I want to pray as we close right now. Father, I pray for all our viewers and everybody standing here. I thank you that you will bring about the vision in their lives. And everything you've said about them and about their journey. That if there's a delay, I pray that they will not despair. If there's a delay, I pray that they will not give up. I pray that the power of the Holy Spirit will strengthen them. And the power of the Holy Spirit will anoint them in Jesus' name. Well, today it was a different kind of service. I believe as we worshipped, there are many of you who gave your lives to Christ. Who received the anointing and the power of God. As I close, I want to encourage you with these words. What God has started in your life will come to pass. If there is a delay, do not give up. God doesn't make any empty promises. If there's a delay, hold on to the vision. Because that's a journey of vision. Remember, it will surely come to pass. Because God meant it for your good and not for your evil. God bless you. Let's meet again next time. God bless you. Let's give the Lord a big hand of praise. Hallelujah.